0: Thank <music> you. What's up? What's what? What's what? You are here with me on another Thursday on the You Better Live Show. Who is me? If you don't know, but you already know, it's the Goddess Chas. Chas wrote the empress, Lady Kate Mix, and I miss y'all. I wasn't here last Thursday, um. So salute, kudos to y'all if y'all tried to check me out because I definitely was out of line. Did not come through here to let y'all know, um, that I would be not in attendance last Thursday. So y'all forgive me. I kind of lost my whole week. Actually, I did. I haven't brung my situation how I've usually done in the past um, to Facebook and ask for prayers or anything else like that. Um, But I have before in regards to um, my mother's health, just in regards to my life, period. Um, As I always pray for y'all. I'm just going to say, look, pray for me, pray for my mom, pray for her healing, her um, recovery. It's just been a lot, you guys. Um, But with it being a lot, with it being a lot and me able to feel it and everything that I'm going through, oh, I'm still so very grateful, still to be breathing, still to be living, still to be in my same mind even though guess what march has come in marching with madness yes it is and i have a couple of things i want to discuss the fact that is just madness to me it's madness and it's sadness and all that all together sadness or however you want to say it um but y'all know i'm gonna talk about it on my what in the world and my what in a what because yeah it definitely is like what in the world y'all know how i got started look shout me out um if you hear y'all know how i get it started correction shout me out if you hear look i just now tried to drink me a little um spark in the water um ate a bag of some BBQ (laughs) barbecue doritos which i was not supposed to be touching um doing my fast i just try to do something real expediently to try to give me some energy knowing that that's not the right thing because that ain't going to nothing but just drain me um, even more. I need food. I need food. I need food. Um, and I just need on a up and up for real, y'all. I just really need some adulting time. I reached out um to the producer, to the CEO, the wonderful Monty, um, early and just was like, um, you know what? At this point, I just need like a half of a VK. Um, I remember before when me and him <laughs> were just talking in general, he was like, I don't know how y'all do it, I don't know how y'all be doing it. Women people with children and these responsibilities, because, um, you know, life is life and it be life in, and sometimes it can really, really be overwhelming. But the great thing is, and will always keep me focused, is that I know no matter what comes my way, I have the potential. Greater is he that is in me to overcome it. Amen. Amen. So I hope that you are facilitating and functioning on that same energy, on that same energy, okay, on that same energy, on that same frequency, because God loves you, God bless you, and you can make it, even though it's all it's madness out here, okay, um, you can make it, you can make it, so I have been really conscious about not letting in unnecessary stress, because at this point in my life, um, it is unfortunate that I'm going to have situations that going to have matters that just stress me. They do. I'm human. Um, I can just honestly announce that <laughs> and really declare that that, that is life. I'm going to have moments, situations, different encounters that just bring me stress. Um, but the thing is, I'm blessed to know how to navigate that stress. Um, so right now I'm just real conscious on not bringing in no unnecessary one there's too much going on for that to be going on you know what i'm saying and that's where i'm at so um when i talk about the energy and the positive vibes like that is real i know what kind of like a fed now that's everybody's thing right positive vibes and it's more um easier said than done it really is um but i've always known that wave, and guess what if they don't mean me no good, then that's why I ain't no good for it. So i just been minding my business. I've been minding my business. Um, that's this phase and healing that I'm going through. And it is definitely a process. And it gets, it really does get lonely. Um, because it's that strong part, right? It's that strong part. All of us want to be strong. Um, and we see strength as strong. But no one ever really tries to acknowledge it. As the weakness that it can become, because you know, you being strong, it tends to condition us to um, hold in what we really feeling, you know, and we're knowing what everyone else is going through. Um, we tend to not want to bother people or kind of burden them um, with our troubles or our sorrows. Um, and it's just a lot, it's a lot. So, March is Madness, I'm getting to talking, but y'all know how I do, y'all know how I get it started. Hello, Miss PT, thank you for joining me. Yes, I was running a little bit behind, but y'all know the God's chest is always on time, and I am going to talk, 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 talk. Not out of my mind, but I got some stuff on my mind that I certainly got to talk about. So let's get it started. Gotta give all honor and glory to God. I think I already just given the praises, um, but you know I gotta start off with that prayer. Um, so Father God, we come to you, thanking you, your oh Father God, bringing us through another day another morning another afternoon oh father god thank you for bringing us through another situation another circumstance oh father god um everything you know in our lives is unforeseen dear god please help us to deal with those unforeseen things as well as those things um that we are aware of that will come and that will be oh father god I thank you for your word that is forever not changing, Father. I thank you for who you are, and I thank you for giving us that word to try to guide us and to hold us, oh, Father God, and to let us know and to show the way. So may we continue to dwell in the word, when we continue to reach out to you through our spirits, through prayer, through meditation, oh, Father God, to ask you, the questions we have and to receive the answers. Oh, Father God, your holy name, we praise all of our days. Amen, amen. Um, special shout out to anyone out there that is struggling with something, because like I was saying, um, if you've been here with me um, when I first started the show, I'm telling you, look, I've been going through. No, not me, it got a little bit um, to do with my mom um, who was dealing with um, some issues. Um, with her health and everything. else like that. So truthfully, she's going through a little bit, but that being my mom, it just got me there, you know, and I'm going through it. I'm going through it with her. I kind of lost like a whole week. My mom had a surgery, a cranium surgery um, last Monday. Yeah, I'm on here. I'm going to tell y'all my business, <laughs> right? I'm telling y'all my little bit of business, but I know um, that that helps people connect with you, um, really. And and again, you see me on here smiling. And again, you wouldn't know what I'm going through without me having to tell you. So um, the cancer had returned to my mom's brain. She had to get uh, one of the tumors removed. Um, so she's still in the treatment. Um, my mom's still fighting, y'all. She's still fighting. And it definitely is a fight um, for me. So um, with all of that going on, running back and forth to the hospital, hospital still having to be on top of my motherly duties and my daughter duties um has definitely had me burned out i swear i tell y'all i lost one week no i've lost two because <laughs> what do you know i looked up and it was thursday again and this right here and doing this show is kind of very much part of my therapy and i know that is very much part of my purpose I'm so grateful to be here to talk with you all. Like I said, if you hear, shout me out up in the chat. I already got a shout out from one of my favorite people, Miss Queen Seed, up in the building. Thank you so much for always joining, always supporting, always commenting. If y'all know, phone lines will be open. Y'all see that number on the bottom of the screen, right? 443 642 9403. Was it that? Was it that one? Thank you so much. I, look, I say the number so much. And then, if it's up my tongue, it be on the tip of my brain. But I tell you, um, lately, these last two weeks, I've been feeling like I'm going a little bit. You know what I mean? Not insane, but it's like, oh, my goodness. And then trying to stay in that positive space. Um, so thank you, Ms. Petit. Thank you for the prayers. That is the most, the purest form of love, support that you can give anybody talking to God on my mother's behalf. So I truly do appreciate that. That is much appreciated and definitely much needed. I'm um, usually, you know, I will go on social media, ask for prayers and everything else like that. But I just was so drained with the situation and really trying to focus and just be in my own fasting, my own prayer, my own um, type of rituals and different things um, that I do to connect to the Heavenly Father, just to basically plead and cry out and everything else like that, um, for him to you know have his way. I am in a better space with it or anything else like that. But I just want my mom to be well. I want her to not feel pain. So um, unselfishly, I know that it come a point that that consists of her um, not being here. I've had a lot of people I know that have lost their mom. Um in the last few years, people who i when I went online before and asked for prayers, the very same people who reached out to me that was giving prayers, a lot of them, um, their moms had transitioned since then. And I'm blessed. Mom is still here. I thank you all for the prayers. I thank you all for the love. Um, and with praying for her, yeah, pray for me, I pray for anybody um who is going through a similar situation or any type of situation that got you missing somebody or having to support a loved one that is dealing with any form of terminal illness um, is a struggle. It really is a struggle to see someone you love so dearly go through something so harshly. All you can really do is be there. You know, all you can really do is be there. You know, every time I'm going through this, I kind of think of the Vandross song just to want to say this world was mine, right? Um, the things that I would do for my love, but it's not, it's God's world, um, it's God's way and it's God's will. So that's why I continue to give him a prayer um, and the questions that I have, I seek from him and I know essentially um, he's the only one who knows <laughs> and he's the only one who will decide how that situation will be. Um, so I thank him. I thank him. I thank him in the midst. Um, so March, madness, God. March didn't right right we up in here, didn't it? Um, we just went through the month of February, like a little breeze. Yes, yeah, you know, month of February only has 28 days, but I swear, saying like eight, two eight hours <laughs> days, right, of work. And it was over and it was out of here. I had a cool um, shirt that I had purchased. I forgot where I got it from. Um, one of these little stores I ran through and said, I'm black every day. Um, so I decided to wear it. On the last day of the month, um, my youngest school had a black history tribute that they do every year last year. He was Huey P. Newton this year. He was the Bob bald, molly, and he killed it. Um, he is always up for um, honoring the ancestor. And of course, him being a kid, any opportunity that he can dress up, and he can portray something else. He's always so hated. But he killed it. He had his guitar, he had his stress he had all of that. Um, so February just went on and it just came on the breeze. Um, January to February, it was what aquarius season. Yes, aquarius was definitely up in the building. Aquarius says, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right, but yeah, they is definitely good people. So right now. It is the season for the Pisces, yes, the mighty Pisces who always got a Pisces, okay? And if you know a Pisces, you know what I'm talking about, yes, they are fish in and out of water, and they think it is plenty in the sea, and that's whatever, anything, you get me, but I have a Pisces too. Um, I have a cousin. Oh, no, she cut me up. Well, look, that's another story. Um, <laughs> but I have relationships with so crazy is that I have been blessed to connect with different people, all of them from the zodiac. I know a lot of people don't really look into the zodiac signs. Um, and I'm not one who thinks that everything is everything verbatim, but it does have a lot to do with personality, characteristics, and who you are. I believe that season in which you were born. Um, and different things of that nature. So yeah, the Pisces who always take Pisces. You hear me? You gotta love them. But shout out to the mighty Pisces. I uh, Did my February, I had a dear friend that always called me best friend, my boy Muff, um, Mr. Williams up there at Chesapeake um, Automotive. So if you got any car needs, go ahead and holler at him. Um, but muff celebrating his birthday on two twenty two, 22 um, and it's so funny. I think my bro is now, what, 48, but I can remember um, meeting him well over 20 years ago, and he's to always call me baby a baby. Um, oh, you're so young. You're a baby. You're a baby, friend. You're a baby, friend. But huh, I'm right on that tail. Um, gaga, Google, Gaga, or whatever you want to say, friend, because I am right on your tail. I'll be 41 um this year and he's 48 so the older you get it does not seem like it is so far away like from each other in the age difference so, okay yeah when I was 20 he was 28 whatever he thought it was like so far fresh but it's not um but he definitely is a very good friend um so I didn't get to give him that birthday shout out because I had missed um, the show last week, but happy birthday, my, my best friend. One of my guys, best friends and rest in peace to my best friend, Rodney O. Johnson. Um, he was the first murder of the millennium, January 1st, 2000. Um, and a lot of friendships that I've had through all my life, you can never duplicate them. Um, and that's a blessing. So shout out to the curses. Now it's Pisces season. Again, Miss Terry just celebrated her birthday yesterday, March the first. Um, of high seas, who always got a crazy. <laughs> um, but I definitely show her some love. Um, she put me on the spot. I was like, "Happy birthday!" She said, catch me some lunch, daughter," and that's what I did. Um, she was definitely well deserving. Um, what did I say, money, money I got, but money I don't have. Um, <laughs> But it was well-deserved, and I sent that to her. So, honey, I hope you enjoyed your lunch, even though I doubt that she's on here with me um, tonight. But, yeah, definitely shout-out to the Pisces. Who do we have coming up next? What's after the Pisces? If you know, let me know. I don't know. Only one I be really burning about is mine. you know. The mighty, mighty Leo. The one who rules all of the jungles, okay? Okay. Um, Every jungle there is okay. Look, and I know y'all looking people that oh, are be excited. I was like, Oh, that was so Leo-ish, right? That's what Leo's do. Uh, <laughs> I know it, I know. It. I've been a Leo all my life, so I already know what y'all be saying. So it does not, it does not, it does not bother me. <laughs> and Marnie, what you what you were saying, mighty Scorpio. I love Scorpios too. Um, <laughs> but it ain't just season yet. So this is why, but you know, Scorpio thing. They- that season, every season, and it is, and it is. Y'all is mighty, and y'all had a powerful, powerful strike. So y'all ain't um, wasn't born in that moon, in that season for nothing. I do love, love, love me a Scorpio. Um, but even Pisces, I love all people. You know what I mean? Zodiac signs do have something to do with it, but not all things. You feel me? Okay. Um, so let's get talking, y'all, on these what and the and what, what in the world. Um, I was talking to Monty before we came. He's limited on talking. I told my business, I ain't gonna tell his. Um, but that's why he handled limits. He still was running his talking to me, talking to me. And I was trying to tell him not to. But he already know. <laughs> he already know I'm gonna talk to him. That's why I was trying to be really considerate. Um, and he already know I'm gonna want to talk to him because I be missing these good people that I get to connect with. Um, so it was a blessing to be able to talk to him tonight. Um, before the show. So, we're talking about the COVID and the what in the world. It's like, what is going on? Um, we know when this pandemic hit us and hit us hard back in 2020, we knew what all the theories were. We knew that the theories basically consisted of that it was leaked in China, um, it also in a lab in China. It was also going around that it came from the market, um, from contaminated bats, meats. Um, basically, everyone was just saying that it came from China and it came from China. Um, so now the FBI is back, supposedly back on the investigation of the matter to basically confirm what was the origin of this virus. Um, so the FBI is saying that it is being confirmed, even though the government um, hasn't come to a consistent, exactly consensus, on exactly what the origin was. Um, but now under this investigation, they are saying that it definitely was a leak and Wuhan China from a lab. And to add more to it in the controversy, um, they're basically trying to say that Dr. Fauci lied originally that it was from a natural origin and not this lab. And his reasoning for that possibly could have came because that the USA um, financially supports this lab in China that he oversees. But at the time, that was his responsibility and his duties. Yeah, to oversee that he didn't leak the virus. And I think more so that he was saying is that that it was leaked, but we know it also of
1: but I want to put this correction in there. They didn't say he oversees it, that he said he funded it.
0: Yeah, he funded it. Yes, he it's funded right. it. But it wasn't essentially him, it was the U.S. government. Right. Um, they were saying that he funded it because, of course, you know, it was something that I was supposed to deal with, allergies and respiratory, whatever else like that. But now, at this point, the whole point that I'm trying to make is, is the no where it comes from necessary? How do we get rid of it? Like at this point, two years later, we've heard so many theories. We already kind of knew that. We already kind of got information that it leaked from China. So at this point, the FBI in the investigation is not telling us anything new. Um, I think it's very sad that because Dr. Fauci at the time was in his position, And he was kind of like overseeing all of this for infectious disease and everything else like that. They would try to say that he in some way was trying to cover up and say that it came from an ancient order because they did not want to admit that it leaked from this lab. But I think all of us, come on, something so vicious as the virus that came about, all of the the viruses that come about, we know kind of originate in the lab. Of course, it leaks some way in the natural origin way, it gets in someone, it gets in the animal, it gets in the person, um, it gets in food, it gets in product, anything, right? And then it gets spread around like that's how it happens. so, I don't know, but they back, they say they on top of it, trying to they focus on finding exactly where it came from but it really doesn't seem like it's any new information like we already knew that we already knew that it came on the lead, and I think a lot of this was being said back then but we had our special when I say special I ain't talking about the good special we had our special <laughs> former president Donald Trump well I say your president not mine but okay he was the president of the United States um basically was not a whole bunch of crazy information during that time I, I was money like I could remember looking at news clips and Dr. Fauci appeared to be like really frustrated with the information he's putting out I remember at one time he was telling people how to address it like bleach um just different crazy stuff even when he caught the virus. I mean he played with it. It was like a joke to him. Remember, he was doing like the, the stats out there. He was waving, uh, acting like it wasn't nothing. Just being an asshole um that he is, basically, right? Um but yeah uh, Dr. Fauci was already saying that. He already was saying that it came from here. He was already saying that I seen a little clip where it like investigating it or interviewing him and they were trying to allege that he lied and he's like no I'm not a lie about anything whatever and his opinion if it came from a natural origin and not out of this lab it's it consists of all the dirt that's been out there though. you know it consists at that time that may have been his opinion or his seeing it that that's where it came from even though they knew it was in the lab so I don't know I don't know y'all, but keep your eye out because all right, why all of a sudden now they want to go back to trying to find the origin of it. I think Moni had made a good point when we was talking about it briefly before I got on the show. Like, okay, right now at this point, find a cure. How to get rid of it? Find a cure. Write that. Write about investigating that. And how about doing what y'all do so it never happens again? At this point, doesn't matter, doesn't matter where it came from, it was, it's here, you know. So, that's the what in the world, y'all. It's here, it's here. Try to hide dude. it's here, it's here. Um, but then also in Baltimore City, so that was the COVID 19 stuff that was definitely on my mind. Uh, prayers continue, many prayers and much love for all of us who were affected by that vicious, vicious, vicious virus, and especially the seven million families who are still grieving of loss of their loved ones for the terrible, terrible virus. Yes, and they still plan. They weren't the aware it came from, and it was already here, and people was gone um, from it. So figure that part out. Make sure that never happens again. I don't care if it leaked in the land from China, if it leaked in the lab in Baltimore City or in Scotland or whatever, make sure it never happens again. Um, but I just got to look more into in it, guys, because I really want to look like, why are you blaming Dr. Fauci? But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's what it is. Um, But right here in Baltimore City, that's what's going on in the world. We know in Baltimore City, um, the madness, the madness that's going on, I talked about it. And not last week, with the week we that show, um, we were talking about Brandon Mayor Scott and his BGE can do it, can do it system deal. And it was back on the table at the Board of Elections um, because I guess they were trying to deem that it actually wasn't an official vote because of the city council president not being in attendance. Remember I told you him, our Nick Mosley, and our controller Bill Henry, in an effort to i guess delay the vote or delay the decision, they kind of avoided going to the meeting like no show, <laughs> no show, no show, right? they no show it
1: is. And I think they was listening to this show in particular because that's when I had told you, um that same show I told you that whatever Brandon was trying to do in that meeting wasn't going right. to be legally held couldn't be legally held up because there was no quorum. He had no quorum. Right. He had no chairman to bank to, to gavel in the meeting, and he had no chairman to gavel out the meeting, which means there was no quorum. Mm. So there was no way of even passing this bill, which he tried to do.
0: Mm. But no, that he
1: tried. right there is a real special moment in in your leadership that y'all really, really need to pay attention to because that shows a lot of inexperience on Brandon's part to not know that you cannot forcibly have a meeting without the chairman of said meeting. Right.
0: That's crazy. Yes, definitely is
1: crazy. I mean, I, and, and I like Brandon. I mean, not you know to the extent that I know what he's doing, but to the extent that you need to know these things about meetings because that's a big portion of the mayor's job is doing a whole bunch of meetings and knowing that someone is in control of those meetings, which is the chairman or president. Right. That don't, meetings.
0: Meetings, not the mayor. And that's why we have these meetings and we have these procedures and we have the way that it's supposed to go in our city government. So you're right. It definitely is definitely a side eye and a red flag that our mayor, Brandon Scott, would not know that. Um, And even in his opinion on how he's feeling about it, I was able to look at a couple of the footage from that was being reported through different news stations. On how he was responding, saying that it's the best deal ever. If it was a better deal, he went not But basically, he believes that he did what was right and he made the best decision for the city. But the fact remains that you made this decision and not the appropriate, you didn't complete the process appropriately. So, my whole thing and the fact
1: is that he didn't have the power to push forward to with this that. meeting. He should. The meeting should have never happened in the first place because the chairman was not there.
0: Mm.
1: Whether they were gone, because because he they tried to say they were, um, their votes were basically an abstention. No, that's not possible. He's the chairman. He's the only one that can say that someone. Uh, that he's the only one that can approve abstention. First of all, because and, the it's, crazy. Not
0: know, and it's crazy, you know, and it's crazy like the a that.
1: that they're not going to be at the meeting. <laughs>
0: Yes, and it's crazy, like the disrespect, because Brandon, you know, now that you sit in the seat as the mayor, when you were the president of the city council, you would have not went for it. Like you would have not
1: went for it. In, and then like the two most important people that weren't there, the people that control the meeting and the damn controller.
0: <laughs> how? So how did you think that this was Okay. So it definitely is a red flag for me. It definitely gives me one of those moments where I'm side-eyed, yes, I'm side <laughs> Mayor Brandon Scott, because I'm like, mayor, come on. If anything, you're supposed to know um, the procedures, the way that it's supposed to be handled. And then when you receive the information, let's just say that you didn't know. Let's just say that you did think that this was legit. But then when you receive the information that, yeah, you didn't handle it correctly that it was not appropriate the way that you handle it, why would you be so against now coming back to do it the right way? If it truly is the most beneficial deal for us as citizens of Baltimore City, what is the problem with going through the correct process? What is the problem of letting them redo this? Getting What's the rush? Basically, that's what I'm saying. What's the rush? I mean, even if you're going to do it and you think it's the best, I want to do it and do it the right way. So, you don't have these issues come back up to say, okay, that whatever you did or whatever went full for you to do wasn't done correctly. And then I guess the whole thing or what you were trying to accomplish will be taken away or snatched away. But no, so let's just say, Brandon Scott, you didn't know. And yes, as soon as you didn't know, and you you had the meeting, you thought the deal went through. But once you found out that no, that wasn't the appropriate way to handle this, that's not. In El Balo, that rules, however, that's not what we do here. Then why are you so against doing it the right way? And the little bit of clips that I was seeing, is like they were against it. Like, oh, that's the deal. The deal has already been approved. That's it. When you come back, sitting in your position to say, you know, I, I apologize. if That wasn't the process or how it was supposed to be handled. And now we're going to do it the right way and made the best benefit or the best deal that is for the citizens or however be put back on the table. Let's go through all this information and let's make sure everybody is comfortable. We're making sure we are making the right decision because even though it's a decision that you are making now, it affects us now and in the future. Something so big like that as this BGE can do it Deal. C-O-N-D-U-I-T, because I know I'm pronouncing it wrong, um, but something as it, it, large as this, something as big as this, like for BGE to take control of all of our underground wiring and then the city still owes it. Um, but they won't be paying out to the city what they were usually paying out for the maintenance of it because they have agreed to do. It's just a whole bunch up in it. And I get what the city council president, Mr. Mosby, and I get what the controller is saying. It's just so much. And it's so, well, I'm looking for the word. Like, it's so much to it that it's going to take a lot of review. It takes a lot of review to make sure that this is correct. Like, it's one of those things, like, let's look and make sure. Like, why are you rushing? And, of course, people saying they're rushing, y'all. I like, mean, get that out there. People saying that he is rushing, you know, be all types of stuff that they saying, you know, BG&E endorsed Brandon um, when he was running for mayor. Um, he's doing that because he's going to need them, you know, when his election, is to get reelected. And everything come up. So he's trying to get friends and different backers and different things like that. GE being a big um, company, he's going to need their support with his mayor campaign coming next year, because he's he going to be right on out of here, like the Chicago mayor, Lori Lightfoot. And that gets me to talking about that. Yes, Miss Lord. Well, I say Miss Lord because she's a woman. But y'all know, me just to be going around, if anybody used to get bashed about there, <laughs> that's the similarity she has with Al too, because they didn't the joke Miss Lightfoot about her yeah, They didn't the joke Al Mayor about his bush and about his attire. He's so young, but he's so old, right? I get it because I'm an old, so too. <laughs> Um, But, yeah, he did get it cut down since then. But, yeah, Chicago Chicago man, Lori Lightfoot is out of there, y'all, out of there. She was very popular um, back in, I believe it was like 2019 or 2018 um, when she got elected. But a lot of people are saying that she did not do the work um, that she was set out to do um, in her campaign. And basically, yeah, she lost out. People are now being more open to electing people who really don't have any experience in politics. And it was crazy because when I was reading on all of that, they kept on giving the similarities between her and between Brandon Scott and basically saying he needs to watch and see. She was saying all that. She made all these promises. She moved on nothing. And now she's out of there. Um, so the race down there is between two individuals who have no um government, no state, nothing, no experience. Um, I think one of them was a commissioner, one of them was a former teacher, but none inside of the politics. Okay. Um, Brandon Johnson and Paul Voller, I believe, is between ballots, ballots. is gonna be between them. Lori Life is out of there, and they saying that. El Mayor Brandon Scott will not win an election. We will happen in Chicago. Definitely will happen here in Baltimore too. I mean, I'm glad that he got the chance and he got the opportunity. Um, but I'm already say right now, I don't even know any other candidates or who's gonna be on the table. Uh, but he will not, he will not get my vote. I think actually when he went, who got my vote? I believe it was Mr. Walt Wallace, who was a businessman. I had the pleasure of meeting with him in a friend's house, and him going through and everything was planned. I was really impressed um, on the business approach he was trying to bring to at City Hall. So he got my vote. He definitely got my vote. It was between him and Sheila Dixon. So I think when I kind of met. <laughs> With him, and I was able to talk to him or whatever, he won me over. Um, so that's where I got my vote. It was not Brandon Starr, even though he was a young black brother. I was so proud, um, coming out of Falk Heights that he was even running, you know, at his age 30 something. I think he's the youngest man to date here in Baltimore City, and of course, being a black man. Um, so I definitely was rooting for him, and just because I was rooting for him doesn't mean that I voted for him and vice versa, just because I didn't vote for him, doesn't mean I wasn't rooting for him um, because of just who he was and he was going to pursue at that time. Um, But I have not been impressed, um, not more (laughs) so with anything he's really done um, here in the city, I don't even be impressed, baby, when the television stations go up the interview. And I know y'all saying um that station, y'all always trying to blast us and Black people and everything. I'll like say that. And I agree um, to some extent. And I know that he is only human. And I know that you can only respond as a human. But I'll be like, come on, you got to give him a rebuttal. Everything can't be out of your feelings and out of your emotions. As far as I, I don't want to hear that. Even if you don't agree, you don't even like a question, answer, answer. So that was originally a red flag for me. And of course, this stuff that he's doing with this can do it. Dude. Yeah, that's a red flag for me. I was really looking for somebody to come in and try to regulate <laughs> some of these BGE uh, prices versus trying to strike a deal with them. Um, give us a break. That's what really concerns me. Like once they get told of all that and. We don't have no other choice. You know, they already had these people coming around, knocking your door, change or choose your energy provider. Um, I've kind of always stuck with VGE. I think one time I tried to go with one of those companies or do something and got railroaded. When I looked, maybe I had two. Both of them was high. I'm so, oh no, I gotta get on out of this. Um uh, <laughs> But yeah, I was looking for all that and some of these patched up roads and to be able to come off the 83 and not be bumping and be able to feel a little bit more safer when I want to go to the corner store and, you know, things of that nature. Um, so, yes, man, Brandon Scott, I know that he cannot do everything by himself, but I wanted to see him do something and I don't really know. He? But anyway, that's another story, right? Um, more on what in a what with Baltimore City. Y'all know when the tragedy happened up in Emerson Village Shopping Center when the young man, I believe his name was Dante Dorsey, my last name, right? My little cousin, um, rest in peace, when he was um, fatally shot and killed when leaving outside. And I think all of them attended Emerson Westside High. They were over in the shopping center um, going over there doing the lunch hours to get something to eat from Popeye's which is not authorized by the school, which for they no one is supposed to do. Um, but allegedly, um, with the mayor, he had made comments about these businesses being fined before. Also, the city council, man, that's up in that area. I think it's Christopher. I think his name is Burnett or Brussette or something of that nature. Um, what they were alleging is that something of the sort would have not happened if these businesses were not allowing these minors to patronize their business on these times that they were in school. Um, so since then, the councilman up there has definitely put a bill on the table and the bill is to increase the time of businesses who knowingly allow minors to patronize and remain on their business grounds or inside their business, outside their business between the hours of 7 a.m. And 3 p.m. when they hold supposed to be in school. Okay, so this is
1: that's stupid.
0: Core strategy, yeah. Stupid. stupid. Yeah. Call it what you like. It's stupid.
1: We're not talking about we're not talking about middle school and elementary school students. We're talking <laughs> about high school students who actually are allowed to leave campus at sometimes early when they don't have classes. Hmm. So if you don't have classes, and if all your classes end at twelve o'clock, and I'm I'm gone, I can't go to Popeyes. Tell I'm, me about I'm, it. And then and then hold
0: right. on. and then like my daughter's school, they
1: out every Wednesday half the day. I'm I'm just thinking, speaking from experience, I only had classes from from my eleventh grade and twelfth grade year of high school. I only had classes till, till noon, and then I went to work from one to nine.
0: Yeah.
1: So I'm not yeah. supposed to be able to eat lunch at twelve o'clock outside no. of school. that's, uh-uh. that's ridiculous. Yeah.
0: No. And if you go on their business and they let you in there and everything else like that, because, because they do that, that is why teenagers and youth get shot at shopping centers, because they doing that. So what the city
1: wants to do... One thing has nothing to do with another because somebody was going to get shot that day regardless, because that's what their intent was.
0: Run it down.
1: There's nothing to do with them going to Popeye's to eat. <laughs> Hunger <laughs> happens, people. <laughs>
0: It happens. Unfortunately, it happens too much in our city. But it's the craziest thing. It's just so stupid that they would try to put this bill out as this being some type of effective strategy.
1: And to penalize to the businesses for somebody else's malfeasance. That's crazy. That's ridiculous.
0: To penalize a building, how, business, right? How are they supposed to regulate this? How are they supposed to monitor this? I mean, on top of that of the facts that Moni said that right. Like, children have different schedules in school. Some of them leave early. Some of them, you know, somebody might go pick that child up early for an appointment, Once to get lunch, the mother tired, wants <laughs> sitting in the car, run there and get some food. Uh, and
1: I can't remember how many times we used to leave school to go to McDonald's and come back, you know, because we didn't want to eat that school lunch. Because then you right. got a car outside, why That's wouldn't you be able part. to get We gotta get into that part, okay? <laughs> Maybe I got a car. That's the whole point of me having a car so I don't have to stay in. I'm on my break. I should be able to go and do something during my break. Right. Maybe y'all need to start partnering with some of these businesses. High school is supposed to be your prep for getting going to college. It's supposed to be your prep school for going to college. It's called mm-hmm. high school for a reason. If I'm in college, I'm allowed to leave. Because at that point, I'm a damn adult. Right. And then the different situations, they already know
0: in the city, we got youth, we got families dealing with homelessness. So even though y'all thinking that these are the hours they supposed to be in school, seven to three, you know, that's not everybody's situation. Everybody's not involved, enrolled in school. That's another part. That's not everybody's situation. So that, how can that apply to everybody? And aside from leaving for appointments, some people because these children are traveling MTA. they're going to school. Some of them may be running late. They missing breakfast in school. So it's not okay for them to patronize the business before they even go to school because it's within this time frame to go and get them something to eat. They can be a little bit focused before they go into school. They're to at least trying to learn. It's stupid. Like you said, it's just stupid. It's stupid. stupid. It's stupid. And to try to put this on businesses. And then also kids look different come on now how many 13 years old we say old soul but y'all know a lot of these youth and a lot of these kids got some old looks nowadays come on now with all these little girls they wear lashes they wear uh, lace fronts all that other stuff these y'all they got whole beards, they got, got mustaches i'm gonna be 13 Look like how can you delete that but i'll ask them for ID, and then i see the consumman making like a statement was saying well like what's the issue? Because, you know, if they were to go and try to patronize the bar, they would have to ask them for that. Yeah, so we're talking about the law. We're, we're talking about that you have to be 21 or so to drink. So it's that business responsibility to make sure they're not serving to minors?
1: Right. You don't have to I be get 21 to eat.
0: But you don't have... Exactly. And then you always have to be the one to tell them, you can eat but not doing this time. It's going to be a mess. How many people, that's all the kids can say, I ain't even in school. I wasn't even going to school today or whatever. I'm it's just a mess. I don't think that it's their responsibility. And I don't think that they should basically be mandated to do this. It's going to cause more trouble than the trouble that already is. It just is. Watch what I tell you. This bill go through or whatever like that. Yes, we're going to have fights and we're going to have shootouts and people shooting up these restaurants because they can't get food, or they was denied or somebody was discriminating and they ain't letting me in. It's just too much. It's too much stress. Then I just don't say that I'm trying to be conscious and not involve myself with the unnecessary stress because I know stress is already going to be there. So I can only imagine being in a business in one of these shopping centers or whatever else like that already having the unfavorable or the inevitable stress of running a business where your business is, the area that you're in, the safety of yourself, of your employees, the safety of your business. You get what I'm saying? The fact that they are a business and they're still trying to remain in Baltimore City with all of this stress, all of this stress that's going that they don't necessarily want, and now y'all asking them to monitor minor coming in their store to patronize their business and to. Give them money for their business between seven and three o'clock. And if they don't do that, if they're not adamant, I guess, to be like, how old are you? Or you're too, you're too young to be in here or whatever the case. I don't know. Or knowingly, <laughs> they said knowingly letting them patronize their business or hang around their business and they can be fine. So they're trying to raise the fine, y'all. But the fact that they're trying to find them, period, is ridiculous to me. And the fact that this councilman up in this district, Christopher Burton, because I I remember Burnett that whatever I gotta look it up, make sure I'm saying it. But he up there, he up there, right? <laughs> and I remember after this happened and me seeing the clip that they had him on the news up there all with some residents, um, because residents were outraged that this happened Um, not just in the shopping center, but it just keeps on happening. Like every city of Baltimore we're outraged that these senseless murders keep happening, that we just keep having these brazen shootings, broad daylight in crowds or whatever. So um, they were kind of not like blaming him, but they were questioning, him, what you gonna do? What's going on? And this is of his plan to do something on that's Like he was out there fussing them he was asking God, i not you to do something whatever like i'm telling you lately baby these city council people um <laughs> and our man and that baby they be out of line they just going wow i guess it's the stresses but that's why we gotta keep them lifted up in prayer. and i'm telling you if you're a business in baltimore see keep your eyes open okay keep your eyes open because baby they trying to find y'all and I think it is ridiculous. I think it's a stupid, for words of money, stupid, stupid strategy to try to address or try to, in some way, think that is a proactive approach to stopping this type of stuff from happening. Not to
1: mention that, you know, probably one of the main reasons why that pie pie has opened up over there is because of the high school. It's been there for decades.
0: In the area decades
1: that pop has been there for a long time, and one so, of their most convenient probably customers is people being able to walk across the street from the high school, pick up right. a chicken box, and go back home.
0: And then I know go too to that home. it was another um a, a, another like a business developer who has just like um brought that 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 site right there the Emerson Shop Movement Center. So opposed to be some Revitalization efforts going on. Mm-hmm. Some invasions, you know. I mean, the shopping
1: center has a lot of convenience stores. That them, the kids yeah. like, to, like that. Um, it's a clothing store in there that's real popular.
0: Yeah, they. Um, I they had a real famous the chicken box station. spot. The gas, gas station itself. There. They got the family dial. I know they had the clinic up in there for a while.
1: The supermarket giant, right there.
0: Yeah, the auto parts store. Um, but it's plans to revitalize the whole shopping center. So I. With this being a bill that's on the table, I'm thinking that it definitely will affect the businesses or whatever that want to come there because it's just too much. It's just too much. I don't understand how they uh, think that that's any legitimacy in even putting that on the table. So keep your eyes open. Unfortunately, these shootings, these brazen like shootings, shooting in groups is happening it's happening more rapidly. Um in Baltimore and that is not a good idea on how to address it no it's not so yeah Christopher good try I guess but you trying it you trying it and stop arguing with people up there And <laughs> that shop is today yes and D y'all it is March and it's a madness that was just a couple of the things that was on my mind the what and the what they were saying about that and about this. And I'm like, wait a minute. I got to come and talk about it on my show. And y'all better have lived for it. And y'all better be living too. No matter what's going on in your life, you better been living all this madness right here. We got these El mayor trying to push this conjunction, trying to make sure our rates get even higher. We got these people trying to find these businesses who are willingly stayed in the city with all this stress. Trying to find them, trying to take more money out of their mouths, for putting food in people's mouths—just is crazy. Um, we having people saying that too. Our mayor is out the door, like the Chicago mayor was, because it's just all the talk and he ain't walking the walk. So, what y'all think? Y'all know I'm always interested here. What y'all is saying? Holler at me on the chat. I know a lot of y'all be shy a lot of times. And I get it. I can get it. but talk to me? You can always feel free to call in. Y'all see that number on the bottom of the screen. Interested in being the best? Hit us up. The email. Or, or go straight to the website. Com. Where everything is be here. And I always say, I got my little saying. And saying, be ready. Because it has to be exposed. And that is definitely... Um, The truth, you know, I appreciate every week when y'all come here with me and stuff for the weekend, I can't do it for whatever reason. Um, I shared a little bit of what was going on in my personal life earlier and why I did not make it last Thursday. I'm telling y'all, my mother got the surgery on Monday and by the time it was Thursday, I was like, what day it is? What, what is it? And by the time it's time to get up for money. Then I was doing school projects, running baby full, school projects. what's your name? Yes, I just really, really overwhelmed. And I haven't overcame it at all yet because earlier I was like really delirious. Um, but what made it good though, y'all, that's why I got to take a nap. Something that I never really get to do on a Thursday. And I was proud of myself because I really did nap. I thought that when I laid down, I could have swore like, oh man, I'm going to mess up. I mess up um but i started digging positive when i was saying i'm gonna mess up and i'm gonna oversleep and my son will be over in the school where they to be calling me my daughter's gonna be at this school but that was not the case i did good set my alarm um but it went like that it was like five minutes when i woke up it's kind of like oh uh, my eyes are over the place i was like I gotta get up um and i'm here and i'm here and i'm here and i'm here i reached out like I was saying, um, because I know um, not only me but everybody was going through a little stuff and a little stuff on their own. So it's great, it's great to be here tonight because that just shows you the grace and the mercy that God has over our lives, y'all. So keep on going and keep on living. Yes. Um, also here in Baltimore City, now we already know that the report came out about the testing of the schools, I think it was like 29, 23, I had the whole list of them um, last week when I was talking to the former um, police officer Chuck, Officer Charles Lee was here, we spoke with him a little bit um, about the education connecting, the connection we believe it has um, the influx of crime here and just people mentally, our youths mentally. I'm pretty. Yes, it was three schools. Um, we were lowest, of course, in the state. Uh, recently, it was another school. I guess one of those schools. I don't think they were involved in the testing. I don't know. I like thought I told you I'd be trying to really do my research, y'all. There'd be so much information out there, so you'd be kind of like filter um, between. what you? want to kind of keep in your memories to be able to relate information and in which you like, okay, this is just not saying he say, she's saying because I got to become on the media. Um, but mind you, that's a lot of times to be their opinion or their point of view on something. So does not necessarily mean that it is fact. Um, but we had one school here that was in danger of being closed up. It was a charter school there was a ton of issues. Uh, we had, um, sent Lisa Rice come on and at one point wasn't vouching for the school, then she vouched for the school to stay open. After a long debate, they had a ruling on it um, again, and they ruled that the school would stay open. They do have a couple of conditions that they had to meet. i seen was like hiring more special ed teachers, addressing some um, other hiring of hiring more people from Baltimore City and things of that nature. Uh, but it brought back the question as to, why is it a double standard? Why are these charter schools that are facilitating education for our children, why are they under a certain mandate versus the public schools? Basically, why is it a requirement for them to stay on the stuff like the charter school. why isn't it being a review, a constant review of these Baltimore City public schools? Even though schools that are charter are here in Baltimore City, yes, they run under a certain mandate. They had different curriculums and they are allowed to, I guess, do different things. My child, my youngest goes to a charter school. I really like the curriculum. I always say they have more of, what is it like? more of the extracurricular activities they always um do events that can engage kids that can engage families they kind of make learning fun um they have a lot of projects i just now mentioned that for um February like history month um they just always have these different things. they always have kind of the different approaches to learning um they do testing but they kind of make learning fun like my little one really loves to go to school and i don't know if that would be the case if he was not in this type of school that was a charter and was being ran the way that it is but what's the difference what's the difference if we know that baltimore city schools is falling short and then mind you the baltimore city school board has the rule on keep these establishments open. So these schools that are chartered gets a vote by the school board. They review it, kind of like got to meet with them to make sure that they get their charter recognition renewed or everything. I think it's like every three years, every year or something. I used to be on one of the school boards. So I used to be more knowledgeable that. But that kind of is, like I said, i released some consciousness, <laughs> released a lot of that stress. Um, but yeah. So the school board decides on the charter. So they review the charter schools to say if they're going to stay open based on their performance, if they still want to get the charter school accreditation or whatever it's called to basically function as a charter school. So why isn't the same scrutiny, the same review being done for Baltimore City Public Schools? Why isn't it? Why aren't y'all checking in? Why aren't y'all reviewing these schools aside from, because if y'all were doing that and y'all were reviewing and seeing what was going on and these test scores came out, it wasn't a shocker like y'all was putting it out like it was. When all reality, y'all wasn't shocked, y'all know what it is. Y'all know it's poor. Only thing to keep raising is not the test scores, is the salaries, the administration, and I know it's a job. No, it takes a lot of work. That system is a, a, a big system, but that's my feeling on it. Like why in the black communities, I guess the communities that's considered that low income, um, like how when I talked about the Chicago man earlier or Chicago in these cities, why do we see all of these cities with the same issues in all of their systems? Whether it be the system, the justice system, the social service system, it's always something. It's always something. And why do we have to keep operating on the notion like it's okay? It's just like so much dysfunction, it's not normal. And we just supposed to go about and dysfunction like all of this stuff is okay. And just like I say mean, traditionally, and when I say traditionally, because it seems like it's just like a tradition that this is all them things. These are all the systems that kind of always play in our communities. Why is that? Why is this okay? Why is this okay? Why are y'all sitting on, why is this okay? 23 schools, why is it okay? That the test school come home and nobody, nobody is on that level, why is it okay? But then another one school, because they have a charter accreditation or whatever, and they not flourishing in whatever area. Y'all going to scrutinize them and, and basically threaten. You know, well, that's the consequences of their performance, you know, because charter is, is being based on their performance. And y'all review this. And if the performance is not up to par, y'all shutting them down or y'all taking away that, that charter status. So why isn't that the same one down for the Baltimore City Public School? That's not charter. Why isn't it? Why isn't it? Cause if y'all was reviewing it and staying on top of it, then it wouldn't be no shocker. It wouldn't be no shocker. All of this stuff keep on coming out. All this stuff that's that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. And then aside from the education, we talk about the safety in the schools. I think that just just appears to keep on going downhill. It does. It's crazy. Why is this okay? Baltimore City Public Schools is just like a, a babysitter. And God bless the teachers. God bless the staff and everybody who work inside that environment. I know it's not easy. It's um, my, and, and different jobs I've had of being an avid, a mentor. I've definitely had to partner with a lot of these schools, a lot of these teachers. Um, whether it was for the, through the company I was working for or just through my own personal thing. Um, because I believe that education and character is very important. Um, and that's something that I used to try to definitely, definitely encourage any mentee um that was um blessed to work with or blessed just to, you know, interact with them. Um, certainly. But why is this okay? Why is it okay? Why is it that things like this continue to happen in these cities where you have Primarily all black people and they just keep on being okay. Issues weight issues in all of these different systems, issues in all of them, in the school system, and the justice system, like I said, in social services, always something with us, that dysfunction, toxicity that we supposed to keep on taking as okay, is normal. It's not. It's not okay. Children should not be getting shot, coming to school, going into a business just to eat. Children shouldn't be going to school every day and then being taught every day or showing up, whether they're late or however, whatever. And then when they got this test, then they come to find out they can't even count. What are we raising these children? What, what, what are we doing? What are we doing? So just like they said, the was standard. what do y'all think? Do y'all think that they need to be under the same mandate I do. I do, I think it needs to be a yearly review. Not even yearly, but every two years, every three years, I was a whole bunch or whatever else like that. The issues that the school board has had, keeping records, all this type of stuff. All this stuff needs to be audited more frequently than y'all been doing. And it definitely has these mandates. Why is it okay for the Baltimore City school system, the public school system, they keep on failing in all of these areas, but it's not paid for the charter because it's money. I even seen too in the list, um is another type of funding. I believe it's like a belt or something that allows children that are less fortunate to attend private schools and different things like that. It's some type of funding that is awarded and giving to families. They're trying to take that away. Uh, Governor Westmore or trying to do a decrease or whatever i guess and what that funding is um for that portion and governor Westmore this is saying that he wants to concentrate on the public education so what it seems like is that all these little private sectors or these charter sectors of the education um are being put to a certain standard that they must maintain but it's like, okay, Baltimore City Public Schools or Labour Public Schools, okay, whatever. That happens, we don't care. All right. Uh, yeah. That's what it seemed like to me. I mean, that's just what it seemed like to me. That's just what it seemed like to me. I wanted to run these names that I really did, but I don't just feel like sitting here. uh um, <laughs> read them all off. That's a little boring to me. That's a little and I told you I was a little bit sleepy. Um, but anyway, it was 23. Um, city schools, y'all, that they had named, um, in this elementary, middle, um, in high school, it was all broken down. Y'all can look it up. Google it. Google it. These 23 bottom schools who have 0% students proficient in math, and the list will come up. I can at least give y'all and read that off what I wrote down because <laughs> that is what you go to find that. So just read it, y'all. Y'all will be astounded. Um, excuse me, some of the schools that I have had to go in and free these schools and my role as a mentor, um, quite a few of them were on there and I'm not at all surprised. Um, so like I said, kudos cool to the teachers and all of the staff are there still doing their things and not just there being a babysitter and just wanting to come their chat because again, the teachers, school staff or whatever, they do not make enough. The only people that's getting rich in that regard, under that system, the superintendent. But yeah, y'all already know. Y'all already know. Um, so let's just pray for them teachers and everything else like that and the support team. Yeah, the teachers, the teachers, they be needing donations and all that other stuff. How? How does that happen? How does the school not have supply? That's what I seen the other day. I said when I was younger, right? What they say when they send the school supply list? It just was more so. The stuff that we would need to do our word class, right? it pencils, composition books, and things that I need your nail, honey. it be sanitation wipes, hand, with candy, paper, towels, toilet paper. These teachers be trying to get whatever they can get. And I be the one making sure that they get it if I can, because I appreciate the support and the concern that we have. Um, for my child, so that donation, um, anytime I can do it, is nothing to me. It's nothing to me, um, but that's the point that I'm making. Like all of this money in this new system, because I believe that our Baltimore City schools, I think their budgets like one of the highest as well. So why is this happening? And then a lot of these other schools, like the charter, like I was saying, the private ones and everything else like that, a lot of them don't even have a budget. That Baltimore City public school is supposed to be supposed to be running on? Not at all, not at all. So again, the Baltimore City school system, even though I had my eh, about it, did not do it all on their own. I was looking at a story where one of the young ladies, she was pleading, I guess, her son, um, was attending one of these schools. Um, he was very low functioning in that skill of um, of reading. And people reached out to her, got her a tutor and different things of that nature. About. I did see certain little comments that I did agree with and stuff like that. Like, I get that at the school and teach them, Um, but as a parent or you home, what are you doing? So y'all just send y'all children to school and don't do nothing or follow up with the work. But then I also know that in situations that the parents or the caregivers or whoever's responsible for caring for the child, can lack the ability to comprehend too, may not necessarily have them schools. I mean, you know, them skills as well. So I get that. I get that. That happens a lot. I just never told y'all I was trying to help. I'm middle a <laughs> Um, with some work. My oldest graduated, what, four years ago? Um, I was trying to help them with some work. So a lot of this stuff is different now. It's different now. And even when I was trying to help her. With the uh, spelling bee, child, I was pronouncing words. Um, I can remember "on a Montevia," and I was looking at it. I don't know. I, I was going through y'all, <laughs> and I studied. My was like, oh, "On a Montevia," and then I looked at the word like, "Oh yeah, that is what it says." Um, so I know it is situations where um a lot of our parents or caregivers or people who care for these children aren't top notch uh, when it comes to education themselves. Um, But it's a collective effort. It's a collective effort. If you know that you are just sending your child to school and you're leaving it just solely up to them to assure that your kid learns, that's the issue. And stop doing that. And if nothing stops you from doing that, it should be this mess that's coming out now. Because they left bits and pieces. Come on now, y'all. Don't get it twisted. This stuff and a lot of this stuff that's going on, it's been going on. It's been. But remember, we're moving more into the wave of being transparent and get information out there. And social media and cameras and phones and all that is helping us do it now more than ever. They used to be trying to hide stuff and doing really good at hiding it. But now, what was the old song? If you don't want nobody telling you to do it, um by yourself do it because you can't tell them yourself now people be doing stuff they telling themselves and tell on everybody else but anyhow yeah don't leave it all on the school system y'all do not leave it on the school system we can't leave it on any system because i was making a point on how all of these systems in our areas in our neighborhoods ones that we dwell in unfortunately wind up dealing with the same circumstances the same the same circumstances the justice system inadequate the school system inadequate any social system or anything kind of be like inadequate and nine times out of ten it happens in our communities and for whatever reason we supposed to be okay with it and have been okay with it for some time um, but what just for me it's just like I said, it been going on is when this stuff comes out and these people that is up in these systems, they be acting like it's a shocker when y'all know, when y'all know, I guess too, you know, when I was like really working with mentees and different things of that, like when things were happening amongst the youth and, and, and like when I'm saying like crime and different stuff, I wasn't shocked because I was dwelling in it. I knew what was going on. I, I was working with kids and, and, and dealing with situations with them that wasn't necessarily being reported on the news. It wasn't something on the news, but then when we get a little glimpse of it and then we see the juveniles doing the carjackings or whatever like that, everybody else was shocked, not me. Not me, well, not just me by myself, but people that were in the environment, people that were already there doing the work, like, yeah, we wasn't shocked. We wasn't shocked that these things were going on. We wasn't shocked. When we had to be up there fighting and advocating um, for them to not lock a child up for doing something that a child do. I ain't talking about violent crimes because, you know, back then when I was really in it and advocating for these kids and some of be normal stuff, all, it would be normal stuff like a kid laudering in front of a store, a kid in a store, a bag of chips or whatever. Well, I guess some people wouldn't consider normal, but yeah, they used to be trying to smash these kids. And then making it into something else. So, like, stuff like that. And then y'all know y'all got to keep your eyes in the open for that, too. Because this legal stuff um, in the system, you know, a couple of them coming about, I guess, bills or whatever. See, I be trying to say it. But then it's so crazy and I be tripping right. So, let me give y'all over the insight on this. Is that when I talk and I'm them, doing stuff like, no, you know, I start the show, I come on with a prayer. But even if I come in here, I start a friend. Um, I pray over the information that I get. And I'd be like, yeah, I got to share that and get a, I mean, a, piece, a point of view. So a lot of times the information I bring on here and I want to share it, would be so much. And I'd be having my notes and my books and stuff. And I'd be like, and a lot of stuff I never get to talk about. Like everything, right? I don't ever get to talk about everything. But one of the prayers that I do say um, two bodies and like if I ain't saying it right, or I'm gonna put some money, cause guess what, I'm fine for like I told you, I don't wanna bring nobody in no the stress. I don't wanna think God loves you, God bless you, I be having well wishes for everybody, you hear me, so I don't wanna put nobody, cause guess what, I know it ain't easy out here, I know, guess what, life is not easy and we all keep on going hard, so I don't be trying to put nothing out here about nobody knowing what ain't true, not saying something correctly. So I'll be like, just shut me up, make me bite my tongue, swat on my tongue, or whatever. I'll like say that. So a lot of times when I get caught up or I'm getting mixed up with my tongue doing this little thing, I'll be thinking that's good. Wait, like, shut me up. Like, shut up. You ain't got enough information on it Just <laughs> share that. But I'm so glad that the claws at the beginning of the show come on. Cause this is my opinion. This is not enough. <laughs> Over time, I was like, man, and I'm get it out and say all I want to say. Uh, am morning, like I shared with y'all, is limited, was talking, but him, King, was still kind of, <laughs> and I am blessed that he is here with me tonight talking. And we was agreeing, we was agreeing, not even with surprised that he was agreeing about that, um, stuff with Brandon Scott because you know, y'all know, y'all at the show before, um. Monty is his fan he is his fan and not just Monty, a lot of people you know a lot of people and and I get that any role that you play can be a fan you can start out as people's favorite person and guess what and some people just not gonna like you for whatever reason just like right here I'm in this position you know there's a lot of viewers out here that's looking at me because I mean there's a lot of people looking at me because they don't (laughs) you get me Um, So it's the same thing in any role you play, guys. No matter where you at, no matter where you work, no matter what you're doing, that's just how it is. That's just how it is. You cannot get away from that. That's just how it be. It's no getting away from it. That's how it be. It was something else that I wanted to talk to y'all before I get um, out of here. And it's on my mind, and then I'm like, oh, this is mine, oh, that's what it was, that is what it was, that is what it was, um, yes, okay, 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 so the city is continuing to pay money out, y'all know, because of all the turmoil that the gun tax force, what was it, was it called that, the gun tax force, um, did here, so back in 2010, I believe, a family was just paid out a $6 million settlement um, because back in 2010, this task force was in pursuit of someone in a high-speed chase and actually ran into this elderly man and woman's car. The woman survived, but the man did not. It took them 13 years um, to get, I guess, What they feel is justice, of course, not justice, but some type of um, compensation for their loss that they believe they should not have experienced. And if it was not for this gun task force, who was not legit at all, chasing these individuals, that their loved one would still be here. Um, I just seen, I bring that up because I just now seen, I think it was this week or last week, a similar situation occurred not with the gun task force because I think that that force is, is non-employed but today the city has paid I believe over 30 something million to different families from this from this task force from the time room that they didn't cost they didn't pay them out right um but something similar had happened there was a chase A stolen vehicle uh, crashed on North Avenue, crashed into a pedestrian in a building, knocking the building down, y'all. Y'all got to see it. I seen some footage on that. It was terrible. It was terrible to leave. It was terrible to watch. Um, The pedestrian, I know, did not survive. Um, By next week's show, I'm going to have that person named. Um, But there's another situation that they're saying that did not have to happen because according to the bylaws of Baltimore, city police, they are not supposed to pursue or engage in a chase when it is involving stolen property. Like if that is initially what it's for. So initially, if they start the chase because they know that this is a stolen vehicle, that's what their bylaws say that they're not supposed to do that. However, if this person that had the stolen villain, um, vehicle was on the corner and they chewed in and whatever, then they are allowed. That was not the situation here. But like jumped in the car and then flooded, even though it was a stolen car. But that wasn't initially why they started the pursuit. Um, that would be OK. But to initially start a pursuit because you run the tags or you see this vehicle and you realize that is a stolen car. These are in the bylaws, bylaws of the BPD that you are not supposed to do that to avoid this incident that
1: happened.
0: That's why they got it in there, right? To so avoid this incident and happen. So they didn't follow that. The police got into a high-speed uh, high-speed pursuit With this car because it was a stolen vehicle, so I don't know if they ran the tags, if they noticed it. However, to come back and for it to be recognized as a stolen vehicle, but they did. They found that out. They pursued it. It crashed right on North Avenue. Not only crashing into a pedestrian and taking his life, um, but crashing into the building. The whole building collapsed. Y'all, all the bricks fell down. I'm not sure if the bricks fell on the pedestrian, um, but this chase. And into another emergency situation. Um, the car that was the stolen vehicle crashed for another individual, pushed them on the sidewalk. The building fell and collapsed. All of the debris were on both all the top of the cars were on the pedestrian. Um, I think the, the victims in the other car they survived, um, but they were injured. I think the suspect who had the stolen vehicle was injured as well. But my whole thing is, y'all wasn't supposed to be chasing them. No stolen car. And whoever that pedestrian was that lost their life because y'all decided to chase my stolen car. It's tragic. And it's sad. And it's sad. Um, So this brought me back to that. So once this happened, I'm like, wait a minute. The city ain't learning now. Y'all just now paid the $6 million out to the family. And I think rightfully so, even though we know money does not buy your life. That was Bald Molly's last words to his son. Um, by the way, look, I had to bring that out because I told my son just done was Bald Molly. So it was really fun doing research on him and learning more about how a he really was. But Yeah, money don't buy you life. So we know that that compensation just very much speaks to the fact of the city acknowledging we were wrong. And it's possible, even though I believe spiritually that when it's just time to time, but they're saying, you know, it was possible if not possible that if not for this, your loved one would still be here. And that can be the case. So we know money don't buy you life. And that's not, I don't think the reason why these families go for his money is kind of to make that point. You were wrong, wrong. And my loved one lost their life in that. We ain't worried about the money. If we can't enjoy it with them, we can't do nothing. But it's a little something for you to acknowledge that you were wrong and and y'all being wrong, my loved one lost their life and possibly could be here. Um, but anyway, the city definitely needs to learn because guess what? They still doing stuff. That's not the violence. It wasn't the, the gun task force this time. It was a BPD, but that's what I'm saying. The mayor don't know. The mayor don't know how to conduct meetings. he don't know what's going on. The police don't know they're not supposed to chase people because it's a stolen vehicle. It's just a lot of red flags going in here. And this blue in this blue city with these Democrats. It's a lot of red flags, it is um but anyway guys it was tragic more people could have been injured up here at north avenue because i'm telling y'all if y'all go with this and y'all look at these be split and i'm surprised they haven't really been blessed in the news like that but oh my goodness like the whole building we already know abandoned building is the issue here but y'all should have seen it like this car square oh my goodness hit the building all the bricks are spout all over these people um, so the pursuit turned into like a rescue. So now y'all have to like rescue these people. Um, it was tragic. So I'm pretty sure that pedestrian family um, is definitely going to seek justice in the same manner because to know that they were not supposed to be doing that and they did. And as a result, these this high-speed chase this car collided with someone, the cars collided with the building, and the building collided with their loved one. Um, but actually, the car struck him. The car struck him before it struck the building, because I remember the outlet in which I was reviewing the information, um, the, the news media did not want to show that. Even though they had it on camera, they did not want to show um, the pedestrian actually getting struck. By the video, I mean, by the vehicle they believed it to be, um, to graphic, and then especially because he lost or she lost his life, they lost their life because I don't know if it was a man or if it was a woman. So, prayers up for that family. Um, and city need to learn, the city needs to learn, and they give him one out. Um, it was other issues going on up here, I always the joke and I always say it seems to me that the cities are working on the same streets, Um, but talking to good old money before Daphne made the point that, yeah, the city will fix the streets and then we had these companies that come about to do work and they're not given certain restrictions on how to, I guess, repair it or put the concrete back down. So even though it might be fixed property by a property, by the people who supposed to fix it, right? When they come and fix it, they have BGE come behind them, BGE, the water company, or whatever, got to dig in the street for whatever reason, and they just yeah, throw it back down there. Um, not the material that is for it to be long-lasting, but really to do a quick fix real quick after they didn't dug this up. So we got a lot of that, a lot of that going on, right? Um, that doesn't have anything to do with this next little bit that I want to talk about before we get out of here. Yes, y'all, we ready to be up out of here a another great show. But I got to talk about this last, last little bit. You already know I want you to come back with me every Thursday, 7 to 9. OK, sometimes it be a little bit at this 7, but I'm glad that y'all here. And stay with me and keep on praying. We're going to keep on doing this, and y'all better keep on living. um <laughs> And um, I had some new ideas, too. I want to start going live. I already told you and shared with you guys that I'm going to start um, doing more poetry, doing more hip-hop um, on this thing, everything else. Like I told you, if you want to come on me on here and talk with me, be interviewed, meet me, um, do this. phone Feel free to. You don't ever have a business for you to come on here and be the business. Look, y'all see me. I did a little cross-eyed. People ask me that all the time. I got people who I swear, I tell them every time I see them, they ask me the same questions about the show, I let them know, you're welcome, you're welcome anytime. Um, But like I said, people will say one thing and do another. Um, So the people that are doing what they said they were going to do and support me from day one, listening or watching or whatever, letting people know that you rock with me, I love y'all, I live for it, and you better keep on living. Um, But one of the other little uh, issues that was going on with the sinkhole up on North Avenue. Y'all know it was shut down for a while. It was right between Greenmount and it was Greenmount all the way up to Ashworth. Yeah, that they had kind of shut down um, because of the sinkhole. Now reports that came out, I guess um, the residents and the homeowners up there who were affected by the sinkhole had went on the city. um, For not first thing, they want to be compensated for the work that they had to do on their house. Um, the city is saying that they are not responsible. The city is saying that they did um, scheduled inspections or whatever of the system, this pipeline, and they had just did it a year prior, and this pipe or whatever, that bust that caused the sinkhole was okay. That's what they're saying, that they had no way of knowing that this would happen. This is basically something that's happened, it happened, and it is not in any fault of theirs, like for oh, maintenance or whatever, you know, pipe bust. Ah, uh, yeah. So now the citizens up there, the homeowners, are fighting back because it was not one year ago that they did the review. It was actually, that's what y'all, two decades ago. It was back in two thousand, so over twenty years ago since they had documentation, really, that they. Review these pipes right here on north Avenue. So, how would you know? I'm thinking if you have not done your maintenance, your schedule maintenance, you know, checking on these things that you know do have issues. We know pipes do bust. So, okay. If you haven't looked in, in 20 years, you had to know. <laughs> Sign these pipes, rust, they bust, and everything else like that. You had to know that this situation could happen and it would be possible. This is not the first sinkhole that we have received or we have gotten. How many times the sinkhole came on Miami Street, y'all? Come on now. You eat Baltimore more in Baltimore, period. Like, it be the same. stuff Keep happening. We got to start being more proactive, um, these people that are responsible. And we got to start being more on top of them, y'all, to make sure that they are being active and following through and their roles and their duties that they said that they were going to do. Um, so shout out to the homeowners, there. Kudos to you guys for fighting back because I think, yes, definitely, y'all should receive some type of sin, um, compensation and to know that y'all not being far-pressed to say, okay, I was affected. Um, basically, like, no pain and suffering, I'm thinking, is not being sought for. It's just to restore them to the originally how they were. Before this pipe happened, I was, let's say, 10000 rich. riches. So now that when this pipe happened, I had to spend $10,000 to make certain repairs in my home because it was a sinkhole right here. And I want to be made whole. I want my $10,000 back. Um, I seen one guy that was a homeowner that report. I think it didn't suffice or whatever with their homeowner's insurance because of the occurrence that it was. And that wasn't anything basically in their house so their house got affected I don't know something happened but and some type of cause I guess they couldn't get paid in that regard so yeah they were going to the city well yeah I'm out of this money I just want my money back you know pain and suffering not the fact that it could have been worse because that's what court is for really right court when you sue people and when you have sue madness and things like that I think people be getting it twisted it's not a get rich type of fix is, is designed to make you whole, make you whatever you lost to make you whole. That's why it's funny Um, when I think of a couple of things that I out about these families and stuff getting compensation. That's why I made the point is that money can't buy life. It's really no compensation you can give for that life. But is like make them whole in this money like yeah y'all yeah y'all it's all of that. It's all of that and um you already know if it's worth talking about it i'm going to talk about it i hope that y'all was listening i hope you learned something and that's why i hope that it got you on the up and up about something that you ain't know about you know because you know i'm gonna give you the what's up what's up and the what 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 and i hope that i delivered on from that today you know it's your girl the goddess chad chas room lady kickman i'm here every thursday y'all gotta watch my my station brothers and sisters we have the skyline that comes on fridays i think it's of every friday or it might be every friday but we have them that come through um, i believe that show is at seven money can help me out a little bit help me out a little bit uh, <laughs> then we had the rich Lights. i'm sorry guys i don't know your schedules but I'm giving a shout out to them um, because we be exposed, we're a be exposed family. That's what you want to little, what you want to do? You want to do a show? That's what let us know. Let us know. Um, let money know. Like I told you, you can hit him up on an email. Be, oh, it returns tomorrow at nine. That's the skyline. That returns tomorrow at nine. I know also the um the rich life is still on here. Check out the website, guys at ww. Be Exposed Radio.com. Dot, um, dot oh, it's called It Is What It Is. Okay. It is what it is. It is what it is. I like that. I hate that. Skyline um, is at 7 tomorrow. Um, so make sure y'all check back in um, tomorrow. Skyline. And of course, come back with me next Thursday at 7. I'm going to be here. Please hit me up. You can hit me up. And on my personal Facebook chat to the Empress Dorsey. Yes, that's my Vella Man. Okay. Or on my G chat, real underscore seven. I also have my you better live um YBL at gmail.com. That is the email. But however you feel most comfortable with, through the chat, through the messenger, hit me up. I'm definitely gonna get back with you. Um that's what I do. You know, on my show where we go and we grow together this is another episode another saga or whatever you want to do because it definitely is to be continued you know it's your news our reviews and be ready because it's going to be exposed love you guys and you better live see you next Thursday and money and money